Always good to catch up with this man, the Australian cricket coach. He's in Adelaide as we speak. Hello, JL. Hey, Hags. Hey, Brad. How are you? Going extremely well. More important, how's it going for you over there, hibernating for a little while? Yeah, not too bad. It's um, quarantine is certainly not perfect, but it's uh, a necessity, that's for sure. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's different. It's quite strict, but um, like I said, it's one of the small sacrifices we're making to keep the show on the road. Just can you you just briefly explain on what's happened? How come you're in Adelaide isolating after coming back from the UK? And was that and that's the case with everybody, all the players that came back, other than your IPL players who went straight to uh, uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, so we had half the guys go to UAE Hags, mm-hmm. and then the other guys. There was, I think, there's eight players here, and the, all the support staff. And it was part of one of the government exemptions that we all came back. We flew back in a charter flight, and we flew back to Adelaide. So um, I'm here, and I've got two more weeks in Adelaide, I'm back in Perth when I get home as well. So um, yeah, a month's quarantine. So, tough, so a full one. So 28 days of quarantine after on coming back from England. How come? We have to quarantine again when you come back to WA if you've already done Good it in a, in, a, in a hubble, in a, what do you call a bubble, yeah. a hub? <laughs> well, it's just, uh, there's difference, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. when we were in England, we literally lived for four, four weeks in a complete shutdown or hub lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but And now we're actually in quarantine. So we're, we've been very lucky through the South Australian government to get out once Oh, and tr- the boys can still train once a day, which is a, very helpful, but it's under tight security. I and mean, we've got the South Australian Police and Army Corps making sure that we uh, we do everything to the letter, as we will. Um, so there's that part of it. And then coming home next... Uh, I think I come home next Friday night, mm-hmm. um, and I've got two more weeks because of the um, government restrictions or rules. So uh, it's one, of the, one thing I've learned in this period is there's so many stakeholders. I mean, there's the the federal and state government, there's the biosecurity um, people in charge through health, there's the uh, broadcasters, of course, there's the players, um, there's just so many people that are involved in this new world we're living in. JL, before we get into the cricketing matters, just quickly, we're all st- absolutely shocked by the sad passing of uh, Dino Jones on Thursday night. I read with interest there, there might have been a bit of a, a mentoring role for him in the uh, around the T20 squad. Yeah, one of my great memories, um, my adult life really, about a couple of months ago, we and I've said this a few times in the last day or so, but we had lunch at Tom Moody's house. There's, when I say we, it was Jeff Marsh and Adam Gilchrist. And throughout the course of the afternoon, when we had that one or two lovely wines, we decided to FaceTime every, or 95% of the people in the 89 Ashes series. Um, and it was one of the great, one of the great things about um playing in teams. So we're talking Alan Border and David Boone and Carl Rackerman and, of course, Dino. And as I got off the phone, I said, and I spoke to him afterwards about it, I mean, I've had, we've had Steve Waugh and Ricky Ponting and Mike Hussey involved in mentor roles in the Australian cricket team, and I couldn't think of a better person to do it. So we're hoping to do that moving forward, but unfortunately that's not going to happen now. Wow, that's... Uh... The thing that, that's saddening because uh, Dean Jones has sort of pushed for quite some time to get a bit of recognition in his own state, Justin, hadn't he? With uh, wanting to coach you, his coaches in the IPL and he's coached in England, I think. But uh, so that would have been uh, he would have been chuffed with that chance. 
Yeah, and there's few more passionate people mm. about cricket than Dino. And sometimes he wound people up the wrong way. I know he was controversial, but I love that because at least he knew what he stood for. Mm. Uh, incredibly passionate. Um, sometimes it's really hard to break perception. And anyone who knew, I was only talking to George Bailey about this this morning. Anyone who knew Dean Jones knew what a what a ripping bloke he was. I mean, he was a really tough adversary when we played against each other. But my gosh, talk about passion. I only spoke to him last week and he mm. was so pumped about the Australian cricket team and what was happening in cricket. Um, that was Jonesy through and through. Just let's cross-pollinate some of this, your, your cricket movements. Uh, you've come back in, you took that group to the UK. I've got some questions. If we've got time to throw a bit of cricket to you about some of those, the performances and the inconsistency of the team. And I'm sure you've got reasons for that. But the, I'm a bit confused in with this, this quarantining. How come... And is it because you're international, but why would you spend 28 days, 14 in Adelaide, then 14 in Perth, whereas Collingwood can fly in and just spend a seven days uh, quarantine and then play footy uh, at the stadium next Friday night? Why is this such a difference? Hags, if you can make sense of it, okay. I'll be a very happy man. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, okay. I mean, look, and I, 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 the only thing I can understand is that... Well, the, the, the other thing is, I mean, we've had, I've had, I think, 10 coronavirus tests in the last few weeks, all mm-hmm. negative. Um, yeah, we went on a charter flight home, um, which so <laughs> that was going to have been two weeks quarantine. But it's all part of the um, the strict requirements mm. of different the mm. different state orders. We all hear about it, um, you know, in the news every every day. Um, the WA government's taken a really strong stance, um, and a lot of people are applauding that. But of course, there's some some people who. Um, who are on the wrong side of that. And in this case, we will be, but as I keep saying, it's a sacrifice we have to make. Are you disappointed the Afghanistan tour has had to be cancelled? Oh, in a sense, but when you know, I think because with the IPL, Brad, that it's uh, it's going to be great to play Afghanistan at one point. It's important for cricket. They're, they're so exciting. They've got the little mystery spinners and they're, geez, they're an exciting team. It's important for the, like us going to England, or India hopefully coming out to Australia, then it's really important for the health of the world game. Um, but with it's just so tight now with the guys going to the IPL. When, when we show and then coming back for a full summer and then and beyond that, when when I showed the guys individually in England what was coming up, you could almost see the blood draining out of their faces. Mm. So it's it's just trying to get the balance right, and we all want to play as much cricket as possible. But some of these guys, if you think about a David Warner or a Steve Smith or a Pat Cummins, Josh Hazelwood, they, what they've got come, have been with England and quarantine and then IPL and quarantine and then Indian Test Series and then Indian One Day or White Ball Series, mm. remainder of the summer, and then another IPL and then next, next winter it's... Um, uh, hopefully the World Championship, Test World Championship, then there's a tour to West Indies, and then there's a tour to um, the lead-up to the World Cup in India, and then we've got the Ashes next summer. So, my gosh, it takes your breath away just looking at what's coming up. I, I know, look, administration's not part of your governance, I would have thought, as the Australian team coach, uh, but a schedule... Uh, is probably outside, you know, your realms, but you need to see the schedule. You've just been through it. How, can you give us any indication as the coach, you're not the chairman or the chief executive or whatever or head of corporate operations, but can you give us any indication of what sort of cricket, international cricket we're likely to see this summer, Just? I will hope. I mean, we are all literally praying and hopeful and, and 
not, more proactively than that. Everyone is literally working mm. <laughs> across the clock to make sure that India get out of here. So I, I, that's for the health of Australian cricket. It's so important that they come and again, like the schedule, it's sort of uh, eye-watering. We all know AFL footy, we know what's happening in rugby league and rugby union, all the sports, but it's eye-watering what the, how much money or how much revenue India coming out brings to Australia. So um, they'll definitely come out and play four test matches, some three T20s and three one-days is the schedule at the moment. Um, and that's going to be great cricket. I mean, Matt, we saw that they beat us last time here for the first time ever. Mm. Uh, so we've got a bit to make up for their hags, and um, you know we'll be very, very determined to do that. Any, any, Virat Kohli, my gosh, it's exciting cricket, isn't it? Mm. They uh, mm. they play tough, hard, competitive cricket. He's as good a player as you ever see. So it's going to be exciting cricket. What did you think you got out of the, the three T20s and the three one-day internationals in England? I mean, if we look at them harshly, dropped a game or two, probably pushing towards three games that you did drop, at least two in the T20s and the one-days, where you were well on top. Was that a lack of sort of match-hardened uh, cricketers to finish games off after six months out and then straight into a series like that? What, what did you get out of that tournament? Oh, truthfully, Hags, I thought it was a great success. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we came, we literally, I knew, and I said publicly, I said privately leading into the series, that I, I knew that our biggest challenge was going to be that we hadn't played any cricket. Mm. And, and you know, when you haven't played cricket, you can do as much training in the nets as possible. Mm. Some mm. of the, the New South Welshmen and the Vicks, they had zero time out, outdoors. So we get there, um, we saw we had some uh, a couple of good practice matches, but it's you know, never, never the really the same as playing international cricket. We went straight back into international cricket, and yet yeah, we were so close to winning the T20 series. Mm-hmm. Um, we won the last game, which was probably Mitch Marsh and Ashton Agar batted beautifully at the end. Um, some more positives than negatives in that series, and the same to beat India, uh, beat England, sorry, in their own country. In one day international cricket, they are the best in the world at the moment, and we kept saying. We have to be at our very best to beat them. And whilst we dropped the, the second game and we made it hard for ourselves in the last game, what an, what an achievement to beat England in England who are match-hardened 2-1. So great, so many more positives than negatives. And I'm not just saying that. I, I honestly believe it. And we are definitely heading in the right direction with our white ball cricket. Adam Zampa's one that uh, fascinates me. The longer you were there, the better he seemed to bowl. But they were the longer the format. Into, so, and he's, he's, he's almost an automatic selection in your T20, your one-day international. Is he someone that now gets targeted? At, I know he's 28. He's gone back to New South Wales to play more first-class cricket where he can. Is he someone that could uh, finish up a test team candidate? Maybe. There's a couple of things with Zamps. One, I love the partnership he's formed with Ashton Agar Mm -hmm. in T20 cricket. Geez, it gives us a well-balanced side. Um, And I think he's ranked number four in one-day international uh, T20 cricket. Mm -hmm. Ashton Agar is ranked number three in T20 international cricket. So have those two as a bonus. What I love about him in one day, Craig, he gets the big players out. Yeah. He gets Virat Kohli out. He got Owen Morgan, the England captain, out three out of three times. He takes wickets, and I know Aaron Finch rates him incredibly highly. That's a real um, credit to him that the captain rates him so highly. In terms of test cricket, look, 
when if Nathan, if anything was happening to Nathan Lyon, it keeps us awake at night. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> if no, anything no, happens yeah. to Nathan Lyon in Test cricket, look, there's a few other candidates. But the great challenge someone like Adam Zampa's got, or a Glenn Maxwell, or an Aaron Finch, or even a Marcus Stoinis at the moment, um, in to push their name for Test cricket, they don't get to play it. Mm. They don't sure. get to play Shield cricket. They don't get to play much Red Bull cricket. We know they're talented. But you like to see him playing. And because there's so many other white ball opportunities and the way the schedule is, he doesn't get to play much. But we know he's talented. We know he attacks the stumps. We know he loves the contest. So time will tell with Test cricket. Justin, uh, we have to let you go, but we really appreciate your time. Uh, we know that those guys will be pushing for Sheffield Shield. The first four rounds are in Adelaide, as we know. We're also hearing, or I am anyway, that the, possibly the BBL the before Christmas could be in a hub in Tasmania. Can you alert us to any more than that? I know that I know they're pushing um, to have it in a hub. That's for sure to start off, and maybe for the whole tournament. Uh, but again, what I'm realising, as I talked about state, mm-hmm. there's so many complexities mm-hmm. that my gosh, I, I wish I could give you something more concrete. But um, and when we do, you guys are probably here before we do. But how many, yeah, there's complexities. How many days left in Adelaide? <laughs> I'm leaving for next Friday night. So what's that? Five days. Uh, I'll, I'll be. Sorry. I can't wait to get back home to Perth. So where do you watch West Coast get done by Collingwood? <laughs> Come on, Hags. That's probably you, you, you are. You, you keep telling me how intellectual and how bright you are every time you speak off off the air. You'll back. You'll have to go back into your library and get one of the old games out. <laughs> you made. You made a dumb comment. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I, unfortunately, I won't be with the uh, at the ground. That's what I will be saying because I'll be I'll be quarantining, but I'll be watching it with my with my beanie on, with my scarf on, and with my <laughs> premiership jumper of a few years on. I reckon. We'll just post a picture to six BA. We'll put it up for you, buddy. Good, Good on you, Justin. No Thanks for your Thanks, time, guys. Jeez, Justin I ne- Langer. I never thought he'd take that bait. Oh, he did, did he? He had Good to, to hesitate. He, he wasn't sure we were still on air. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Nine double two double one eight eighty two. Come and join the conversation. Still blue Argyles up for grabs. Thanks to Work Club. This is front and center.